all subject matter of the preceding podcast is entirely alleged and not admissible in a court of law. A recklessly minimal effort has been taken to change the names and details of any guilty parties. And just in case you rat bastards get any ideas, the hosts of this podcast are notorious and well-documented liars with no legally admissible credibility. This is Mama C, and you're listening to Notes from the Pin Podcast. Welcome to prison, bitch. It's like a, a mall in the background to you. Like, it's like ambient noise. <laughs> Murmurs. Got yeah. Next, next time I'll try merging the call before I uh, or after I hit the zero. Either way, we're fucking going, and I miss you. I love you. I was in Gibraltar. I was thinking about you. I wanted to send you letters. Yeah, I. Uh, I that's the longest we went without talking. I believe for. Uh, I believe, and I, I tried to play it cool. I was like, I don't. Whatever. He's a bit much. And then just three days in, was like, oh, man, I want to call him. So I did try to call you once, just to see, just to see if fate would uh, intertwine our voices just for a little dance. And what happened? You didn't answer. <laughs> well, because no, I, I, I honestly, I, I, I didn't get any uh, uh, phone calls while I was there. Where Like, no spam calls or anything, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Maybe move to Gibraltar. Uh, yeah, I don't know what was up with that. Well, it's a bonus. Yeah, I didn't want to. Uh, you know me, I'm Mr. Hard to Get Girl, and uh, I was like, I'm gonna give him. Even when you came back, I told my mom, I was like, I don't remember when he's coming back, but tell him I'll give him a little bit of time to recover. And uh, you were a real needy, thirsty girl, and we're like, oh, yeah, have him call me. <laughs> so uh, yeah. yeah, here we are. A lot has changed. I'm now a woman officially, and. Uh, but I'm still in prison, so that's good. We can have uh, a Patreon damn. account. God damn it. That's just like spoiler alert, dude. <laughs> yeah, we got, a, we got a Patreon, so moving up in the world. I think we have two and a half people that have subscribed to it so far. <laughs> that's good. And, uh, yeah, to, listen, today, it's been a while. We could just talk about the Straits of Gibraltar, the only thing I know about that place. But I was when you were gone, I was going through some of my old stuff, and when I was researching uh, to write like prison reform pieces, the number one, the, the most reliable predictor of incarceration is level of education completed, right? It's just hands down the the the, the strongest link of causation for incarceration, which just made me think about what what like school was like for me and me and you had never talked about it and and for me school was completely social that's all it was it was a time for me to cut up to make friends but we also moved around a lot so it was i was always starting over as like a new kid and had to like um speed up the old ingratiation shit you know what i mean and, and me and you never got to talk about it. i was wondering what your your old Scholastic uh, 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 oddly, I always thought of school to be like prison. <laughs> I, it was, yeah, it was it was jail to me. It was a ritual. It's, a, it's in my notes where when when uh, you know uh, when you hear about third world you know immigrants coming over and all we really want is an education. I'm like, why would you want an education? It was the worst part of my whole fucking life was school. But there's a difference between education and school. Uh, yeah, I, I, I love to learn. I just, but school was fucking terrifying to me. Right. And that, that right there is kind of the interesting part that made me want to like 
trying to figure this shit out, right? Because I think me and you have this in common. I'm up here reading uh, John Maynard Keene's book on books on economics and philosophy and all kinds of shit. So I have, as well as you do, like an inclination towards intellectual pursuits. We find that stuff interesting, but our at least the schools I went to were so fucking terrible at harnessing any of that like innate curiosity. Um, and so, do you? If you had to pick out any, I mean, obviously that didn't work for you either, right? No, I I I I got through ninth grade and that was it. Oh, you were done at ninth. Yeah, I, I completed ninth, and then uh, for most of tenth, I didn't show up until I turned sixteen when I was legally uh, allowed to quit. Oh, okay. Yeah, I went all the way through. I actually am one of the few people in here that has an actual high school diploma and not a GED. But for me, it was it was. I, I don't know. I don't even know if there's a solution for how you could have like got me to pay attention in school because, especially make when it interesting. Did. Make it interesting would be one. Yeah, but it would have been an attempt, right? It would have at least been an attempt, which there wasn't really any of. But once I hit puberty, I feel like ah, that was a tough competitor. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's like a tough competition for my attention span and. uh that's all I like. I remember when when you'd get your like passes at the beginning of the semester to go to class. Um, being the perpetual pessimist that I am, I would be like, "There's no all ugly girls in this fucking class." I always get to classes with fucking ugly girls. And, well, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I think it's it's similar to probably I, I haven't been through uh, much of the uh, psych system, but uh, the like the the. the uh, well, all right. It's not this podcast, but uh, our sponsor. I did. A, I did a therapy with a, a, their, our sponsor on my other podcast, and uh, it, it reminded me of most of the teachers I had. Where you go, you're just talking down to me. I'm smarter than this. When I went to right. AA, they were fucking. They talked dumb to you. Bingo's counselors talk stupid to her, and that's what my teachers were all talking to the dumbest elements of the class. Yeah, I I think that, now that I'm older, I think the point, and this happens at any age, but I think the point you kind of become an adult, even if you're seven when this happens, is when you, because you remember when you were young, young, and you had the de- delusion for ho- however long, that like, oh, like adults, principals, especially teachers and shit, oh, they, they know like what's happening and what's going on. And then you get a little experience with them, and you're like, oh, no, they don't know shit. They're just older and bigger. That's that's it. And, uh, yeah, I remember being pretty young and, and getting into, like, arguments and winning, like, in fourth grade with, like, my teachers. <laughs> and yeah. once that battle lost, it's over. Yeah, I, I got thrown out of uh, uh, school once. Uh, my mother bought me a T-shirt from a truck stop when she was a trucker that said, whatever bar... Uh, liquor up front, poker in the rear. And uh, my gym teacher said, you have to go home and change your clothes. Uh, you can't wear that. And I go, well, why? It's, uh, and and I, this is probably seventh grade. And I said, well, no, that's not what it says. That's what you're reading into it. So what does that yeah. say about you? And he goes, you have a valid point. Now go home and change your fucking clothes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh I don't 
You're right. Making it interesting probably would have helped. Did you ever have this? I had teachers, because you're right, it's like everything, right? There's like decent cops. There's piece of shit cops. There's decent, you know, there's some teachers that, I had a couple teachers and, and more often than not, it was English class. And in my memory, I didn't do anything, but apparently I did because I had a couple in, in junior high and then once in high school, I had an English teacher keep, like, ask me to stay after class because I was just, I didn't bring anything to class. I just caught up the whole time and, uh, like, have, had a heart, both of them had a heart-to-heart with me, like, hey, you could really, like, do things with your life if you just applied yourself. And I remember yeah, being if like, you, if you only would understand a prepositional phrase, you could go places <laughs> and pay more attention in English. <laughs> Yeah, but I remember being like my ego was stroked enough that I, I that I would go well as long as you know it took and then I would leave and be, you know what I mean like that <laughs> that was enough for me as long as you can see that I could be something <laughs> uh, whatever that means right yeah I, I, I had a couple teachers the one I just uh, found is still alive my French teacher was the one who said. I can see someday you writing for Saturday Night Live, and that's in like sixth grade. And uh, but she still flunked me because I didn't really try to speak French that well. <laughs> but right. yeah, just one, so, yeah, one word of motivation from any teacher that you know, propels you. I, 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 if I had gone to a Montessori school, I don't really know what they are, but I know the theory. Yeah. <laughs> been way better but like you say there's yeah there's there's good cops but they're they have to fucking dumb themselves down to dealing yes. with the worst possible element and then they treat everyone like that right and they're they're all also limited by the, the flaws of the system they're in you know and uh there's the, like when you say school is like prison at first i think a lot of people in the free world would, would bristle at that right they'd be like all right settle down but when you come here, you know the prison, the uh, what is it, the school to prison pipeline, the the, the term. That's a that's a yeah. thing for a reason, and and no, with no intention to be hyperbolic or anything. I'll I'll explain to people, not even to say really in a negative way, to but to explain the social aspects of prison. I'll go. It's like a high school with just all guys who are just all the goons. That's it's. I mean, it's the same thing, and we're left to. Um, basically run amok while the teachers here, the, the, those in charge, pretend to give a shit, but they really just want to go home and jerk off to whatever weird porn they watch or, or slap their wife or whatever it is that they do on their free time. And uh, there's, uh, there's probably about the same amount of attention to actually, like, guiding and rehabilitating people. But that being said, I went to fucked up schools. Like in my high school, I remember the first, I want to say the first day, but there's no way that's true. But within the first couple of weeks, I remember doing a gym class where you would dress out and we had them little tiny square lockers and a kid pulled a, a 38, he pulled a 38 out of his uh, waistband and stuck it in the locker so he could go, so we could go play basketball <laughs> or whatever. And I remember being like, Oh, okay. This is high school. This is uh, all right. <laughs> and now that guy's my cellmate. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I went to the opposite. I was, uh, I, I, and when I say school, I, I, when you say uh, what was school like, I picture the three years I lived in that fucking rich town in Paxton, and we were wearing thrift store clothes, and my brother wore fucking double knit pants, and everyone else was wearing fucking Levi's cords and. Yeah, so, yeah, I was a punk in the school that I went to. 
And uh, I was always just terrified of every everyone and everything. What do you mean? Like socially? Like what? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like just, uh, yeah, we were intimidated. The, yeah, we were the we were the shitheads. We were the poor kids in a rich town. Yeah, that's I kind of vacillated. I, there was a time in like elementary school before everyone grew, right? Because um, I got left behind for a couple of years there, the lost years of my adolescence, where we would just it was about like uh, just going to meeting your girlfriend at the bathroom and making out, and you could see that all the classrooms were in a line. And so when someone would leave, you could see that through the windows. You could see them pass your class. So I remember my girlfriend was Holly at the time. And she'd walk by, and I'd get all fucking nervous and shit. So then I'd go ask for a pass, and everyone would be like, ooh. And then we'd go down there, you know, and make out. And um, that was, like, I was part of, like, the popular <clears throat> kids. Meanwhile, I must have looked like I was, like, eight years old. And I'm just, we'd go to the movies, like, me and some of my friends on, like, double dates and just nine-year-olds just tonguing each other down in there. So I was, like, part of the... But then I would... We moved a lot because military and shit like that. So I was always in a new school, and I felt like I was, like, socially behind the eight ball. And I was insecure enough to where that shit mattered to me. Like, I was like, oh, I got to be popular. I got to be popular. And then, um, yeah, once I hit... Once everyone else grew and I was just a short little new kid at, at junior high, it kind of, like, changed up, and I started hanging out with, you know, some more of the punk rock kids and all that stuff. But... I, I didn't look at school. Like, there were people there that I knew that, like, did their thing. They went and got straight A's. And one of my buddies, half Korean, he's, like, a physical therapist now. And he got straight A's and played baseball. And to me, I, I just, I couldn't. You have one minute remaining. Uh-oh. What, so what do we think? Is, 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 there were, prison, is there a prison nomenclature for cool kids in prison? <laughs> No, there's not. There's tutors here, though, that if you would see how the tutors are. My neighbor kid, I don't even think he he must have graduated. He's he They, they keep trying to get him to be, to be a tutor, and he just should not be. He shouldn't even be out on the streets, let alone teaching people. <laughs> he's like 21 years old, and he can barely read. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so hey, I guess... Before we get shut uh, up, have we ever talked about the people in prison that you uh, believe are innocent? No, that's the other um, option we have for today. For took... Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, go visit us on Patreon. It's great to talk to you again. You know I miss you, and I love you. I love you too, sir. All right, Ted. All right. We're gonna, I'm going to make him cut us uh, off because at some point, uh, this, uh... Thank you for using GTL. Hi, everybody. Mama C here. For the complete library, full episodes, and bonus content, and mainly to support this cause, visit Notes from the Pen on Patreon. To learn more about Bobby and prison reform, visit our website, notesfromthepen.com, and follow us on Twitter to stay current. This has been another Notes from the Pen production.